The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome this evening to The Career Confidant, and we are here for you. My guess is if you're listening, you are looking for work. And so my name is Marie Zimanoff. I'm your host at The Career Confidant. And we are talking in this show about things that you can do to manage your own career. We're realizing, and it's been there for a few years, but the companies aren't taking care of us anymore, right? No more are we getting to start at a job and work there forever and get that nice pension. And so a lot of managing our own careers has been put back on us. Being able to have the skills and the tools that we need to move between jobs is really up to us. And that's what this show is all about, giving you those tools, understanding what you need to do to be able to move forward, whether that's moving up in your own company or moving out into something else or maybe even moving out on your own. And those are the subjects that we talk about here on The Career Confidant. So we're so happy that you've joined us. And if you'd like to take advantage of an opportunity to ask a career question, you can always call in live at 866-472-5790. Or you can email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com and I'm happy to take your questions either either way and answer those live for you. So each week we go through a career topic and I share my experiences working with thousands of job seekers and, and people looking to advance their career and occasionally I bring in some guest experts. And I'm very excited that next week on the show we'll be be bringing in Barbara Stefani and Barbara Stefani is an expert in using Twitter to job search. Now, if you're anything like me, you're going Twitter for job search. What? How does that work? It seems like maybe there'd be the possibility there of wasting some time, right? It takes a lot of time to do Twitter, doesn't it? And I've been fortunate in the last few weeks to start taking a class with Barbara on using Twitter. And have just learned some great things about how you can use Twitter to promote yourself, to build your brand, and, yes, to job search. And so she's going to be coming in next week to talk about that. But first, I wanted to set the stage. So this week, 
we're going to be talking about social media and how it fits in your job search, right? How can social media help you tap into that hidden job market, whether we're job seeking or or we're working somewhere but thinking maybe something else would be nice or we might need be ready to take that step up, which we know in today's market, a lot of times that step up requires us to change between companies. And so how can you use social media to do that? That's what we're going to be talking about today. And one of the stories that's in the Twitter job search guide, and, and you can pick that up if you'd like to and, and start looking through it. Barbara will be talking about some of that is a story about an individual who'd been job seeking for quite a while and had just been to a job fair that day in a large city. I think it's Chicago. And so we went to a job fair in Chicago and had the typical job fair experience, right? Where there's 20 people in every line, you get five seconds with the hiring manager who most likely tells you to go and apply online, making you wonder why they be at the job fair at all. They had that very typical job seeker experience at a job fair. And sitting at the airport, their flight was canceled. And they started tweeting about their search, about the job fair that day. Now, this may seem far-fetched, but it actually happened to one of our colleagues that this same colleague was sitting at the same airport and heard, not heard, (laughs) heard the tweet, saw the tweet go by on her feed based on the hashtags that the individual was using saw that they were stuck at the same airport as this job seeker who had had an unfortunate experience and offered to help with their job search. Why not, right? We're both stuck at the Chicago airport. Why not? Let's get together, have a cup of coffee, and I'll help you with your search. And that individual, of course, we wouldn't tell the story, if the individual did not end up landing a position very soon after that conversation. And so thinking about Twitter And maybe it seems a little far-fetched, but how can that affect your job search? And we're going to talk quite a bit about that next week. This week, I want to build the foundation. So what do you need to have to be able to use social media? Why would you use social media? How do you really get out there? And how do you get found, right? The whole idea of social media and the hidden job search in general is that you're getting found by employers, not sending in a million job applications, right? And so job search, we've talked about this, talked about this early on this year, that job search to be proactive requires some basic foundational pieces, right? We have to know who we want to work for, and we have to know what we want to do for them. None of the proactive things we're talking about with social media can be done if we don't know those two things, right? If we're going to research companies, we talked a little bit about company research last week. If we're going to research companies, we have to know what companies we're looking at. And building some criteria around that is important. But for social media specifically, having those pieces of information helps us find 
what we want to call the sweet spot in our communications or marketing plan. And so that sweet spot in our communications plan is where is our target audience, right? You can think of concentric circles here, circles that have just a little piece of them overlapping. One circle is your target audience. Where is that target audience? Are they on Twitter? Are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? And we'll talk a little bit about how we can figure those pieces out. But if we don't know who our target audience is, boy, it's hard to figure out where they are. Then the other circle is how, what mediums are going to highlight your skill? What mediums are going to be a, maybe even realistic for you, right? If getting up to speed on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook is all new to you, we may have to take it a little bit slower. We may have to decide what's going to actually work for you. Or if you're using lights of media, we may have to say, okay, which ones are really highlighting the skills we want to highlight? Whether that's Pinterest and we're posting pictures of our food or our fashion designs or maybe even electronics that we design, whatever that might be. Or if we're wanting to show that we're a writer, right, that we can develop content or technical writing, whatever it might be, how can we use the different mediums available to highlight that skill set? And so we're thinking very strategically from the beginning, both where is my audience and where can I highlight the skill sets that I want to use. Now you might be saying, okay, this sounds interesting, but why social media, right? Aren't I doing enough in my other parts of my job search plan? I'm applying to positions online. I'm doing some face-to-face networking. All of those things are important. And social media is really a way to extend your networking, to expand your networking beyond what you can do face-to-face or maybe even extend that face-to-face networking beyond one event. That's, what, that's the power of social media. It's that ability to stay connected, to interact with others online. And if we can use it well, which requires a little bit of planning that we're going to be talking about tonight, it really can be a way to build relationships. It really can mean that when you go to XYZ City or XYZ Company to interview, you might know people there from relationships you've built online that you could use to help you make that move to be better in that interview or maybe even make the connections to get the interview, right? That's our hope. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And lastly, that networking piece, it, it just, it's amazing. That ability to build relationships online and you might start to think, oh, this sounds a little bit like online dating, Murray. And it, it can feel that way at times. And really, it's bigger than that. It's professional networking. It's building a community. And that's part of it too. Social media really builds an opportunity for you to demonstrate your expertise to demonstrate what you know, to share content that you've developed and become a thought leader. 
right? And that's one of the ways that you get found is being visible, right? To get found, you have to be visible. And that's part of it is being on the social media networks and doing some of the things we're going to be talking about tonight really lets you demonstrate your expertise and be seen as a thought leader. The other things about social media, so we've talked about networking and how it extends your network, talked about it as an opportunity to demonstrate your expertise and be known as a thought leader in that area. And then the third thing is that you're going to learn things on social media that you can't learn in other ways. For instance, there are companies who only post positions on LinkedIn. If you're not on LinkedIn, you're not seeing those. You might say, well, but Marie, that's, that's putting me back in a different part of the job search, right? The posted positions. Yes, and there are a lot fewer people applying for those positions because there are fewer people who really understand how to use social media. They might be on there, but do they understand how to use it and see what's available? And if you do, that can be a leg up for you. On LinkedIn, and especially on Twitter, if your companies are on Twitter and it's, it's a place that they are, which we'll talk about just in just a few minutes, it is really a place for you to see opportunities that others might not be seeing because they aren't using the types of media that these companies are using. So, the last reason that we want to talk about using social media is really the most important one, the one I hear most people talking about, is how do you become the thing people are looking for instead of the one who's pushing out, right? How do you become the person that hiring managers are calling or emailing or contacting on LinkedIn or tweeting to to ask you for expertise or if you're interested in a position, right? Wouldn't that be great? Isn't that our, our, all of our dreams? Whether you're a business owner or a contractor or an employee is to have someone actually contact you and say, we found your profile on LinkedIn. We'd love to hire you, right? I love that when that happens. One, because people have a lot of information about me before they contact me because they've looked at my LinkedIn profile, Right? And they're doing it proactively. It's based on something that I've done. We do have to do things to get those, those contacts to happen. But I didn't have to sell them on anything. Right? I didn't have to contact that person specifically and say, hey, I do this. You, you want to hire me to help you, don't you? No. Because of my visibility, because of my presence, because of the information that I'm sharing, they're contacting me. And that's the main reason that we're going to talk about social media tonight is really that ability to tap into the hidden job market to get found by having a good social media presence and using the tools in a way that helps you get visibility. So when we come back, we're going to be talking through how do you build your brand? What are some of the branding mistakes that people make on social media? And then we're going to dive into some of the different mediums and how you can decide if they're good for you. So we'll be back in just a few minutes.
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at a strategic advantage.com now back to the career confidant Welcome back, welcome back, and this evening we are talking about social media in kind of a general way and how it can be used in your job search, specifically that proactive job search, right? Looking for hidden opportunities or, best case scenario, getting found for opportunities by hiring managers or recruiters without having to necessarily pursue them yourself. So how do you use social media to do these things, right? How do you use social media as part of your job search or part of your maybe career advancement plan if you think, well, I'm not necessarily in job search, but I'd love to make a move, move up if someone was going to reach out and make that happen. And that's one of the best ways to use social media because that's how lots of recruiters are using it. So we'll talk more about that. So we've talked about job search planning and really the basics there of needing to know the types of companies you're interested in and or specific companies, really for social media, knowing some specific companies you're interested in is going to be important. And last week we talked kind of in depth about building your company target list. So if you're still wondering how to build your target list, you can go and grab that show from last week. And then you've got a list of companies, you've got an idea of what you would like to do for them, right? What is, What are the skill sets? But then really to do social media well, we need to know a little bit more deeply about how you want to brand yourself. And so we talked about branding maybe a month and a half ago, And branding is a challenge, right? Branding is what's unique about you. What do you want people to know about you? What's important to you? What do you value? All of those questions are kind of wrapped up in this idea of our brand. And it's very important to do some work on that before we get on social media. Because if we don't, I've seen a few different things happen. 
So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the branding mistakes. The first one, and it may come kind of as a surprise, is that people can be too formal or too focused and turn others off when they're using social media and specific mediums especially. So talking here about maybe the only thing that you post is about your work, right? Not necessarily even things that you do, but you're only posting articles that are specific to, well, let's say I've got a colleague. I actually have a colleague who does this. They only post things about career development. Now on LinkedIn, you might get away with that, right? On LinkedIn, you will have more formal, more focused content because that's the nature of LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn is more professional. Now, if you do that on Facebook, let's say all your posts on Facebook are about career development as this colleague of mine does. Well, what happens is that people don't build relationship with you. And on Facebook, it's all about relationships, right? Facebook is a B2C, business-to-consumer place if you're doing business, but it's all about relationships. People expect you to share something about your life, about your interests that aren't work-related. And so this colleague who's posting all of these career things on LinkedIn doesn't get very much engagement. People hardly ever comment. Some people like, but there's not much engagement going on there because there's not a relationship on LinkedIn with those people, right? They're not talking about their life. They're not commenting on other people's posts about their lives. They're not building relationships. And so watch your brand. And even on LinkedIn, you know, this is social media. They've shown that the, the most active profiles on LinkedIn are in first person, right? Using I, being accessible and, and a little bit more open, even on LinkedIn, has its perks. So watch out for being too formal and too maybe focused on just one thing. And that also means that we have to know what other pieces of our life we want to share. Especially if you're like me and you're not a huge sharer, right? Then thinking about what parts of my life do I want to share. And interests can be a great place to share, right? I talk about the NFL, the NBA, tend to be a huge sports nut. So I talk about those things on my social media share those things, retweet those things. And then I also share about my own athletics, right? Playing basketball in in a local league and those things I'm comfortable sharing. And then I might also share other pieces about my running, right? I'm a runner, but they're all kind of focused in that area of things that I'm okay with sharing. And okay of having people interact with me on, but they aren't work. They aren't focused on my work. It's an opportunity for other people to see what else I do and to build relationships with me. And then, of course, interacting with other people on a personal level also. But to be able to be less formal, to be less focused, we have to know what other parts of our brand 
do we want to build and be public? And that's part of your brand, right? What else is important to you that you're willing to share and that won't detract from your other focus? All right? So that's one of the mistakes that I see. Of course, you can go the other direction, right? And you can be too informal with your profile. This happens most often on Facebook, right, where you've got pictures of you drinking or maybe pictures of you in scantily clad clothing, which I've seen and always surprised me. But if you've got some of those things going on with your brand, it can hurt your ability to move forward too, maybe unless they're part of your brand, right? If you're a beer brewer and you're talking about beer all the time, anyone working in that industry may make perfect sense. If you're wanting to work at an old school traditional company and you're talking about alcohol and all of those things on your profile, it may not work for you. So thinking about that too informal side, I've seen it happen on LinkedIn also where the profile is maybe a little bit too informal or I actually got my first um, personal request to connect on LinkedIn. I'm not sure what the... what the deal was there, but that's, you know, that's more of a Facebook thing than a LinkedIn thing um, to be networking for your personal life, whatever that might look like. So that informal side can get us just as much as the formal side, although we tend to talk more about not being too informal. Um, we're pretty aware that our, our online reputation is important. So thinking about not being too formal, not being too informal, but what about your brand do you want to share? What do you want people to know about you? And what are you comfortable sharing so that people can build a relationship with you on on all of these mediums? The other branding mistake that can happen is inconsistency, right? If you're talking about something that doesn't fit with your brand or if you're not posting on a consistent basis, those pieces of consistency that are important in in-person networking are just as important online. Where we're trying to build relationships online, that requires consistency, both in our message and in our connecting ability, right? So how often do you need to post? I don't know. We'll talk more about that. And I know it needs to be consistent. So if you post one time a month, maybe not enough, right? It's like going to a networking meeting once a month. But online, we probably have to do it more often than in person, making those relationships work. The last thing that I see people doing on these social media platforms that can hurt their brand and hurt their effectiveness is pushing. Right? We just talked about how LinkedIn, how social media is an opportunity for people to find you, an opportunity to build your visibility, all of those things. And if you push too much, those, those things probably won't happen. And so it's that fine line between how can I share my expertise, how can I share what I'm good at without pushing on other people. Because people hate to be sold to, right? And when you're job seeking, the same thing applies there, that people don't want to be sold to. So if you can build your reputation as an expertise, then getting people to come to you is the trick, right? 
And so it's, for me, it's all about adding value to make sure that I'm not pushing on other people. It's all about, am I adding value? Am I sharing things that are going to be valuable and relevant to my audience? And really, that should be a big part of our brand, right? What's going to be relevant and applicable based on our brand? And that brand is connected to the audience from the very beginning. What's going to be relevant to them and show my expertise? Going back to those con- concentric circles, right? Of how are we going to determine what we share the same as we determine which mediums we're on. So thinking about your brand and what do you want to share, then we can start building this social media plan, right? What mediums do we want to use? There are so many available. There are so many out there. And some of them are going to make sense for you and some of them aren't. Now that, you know, you may hear people that say, oh, you need to be on all these things. And I would say, let's start with little chunks, right? Let's start with what makes most sense for you. And so when we come back, we're going to go through some of the most popular social media tools and talk about why they might be important for you, what audience is there, and what types of messages that you might want to share. We're going to go through them fairly quickly tonight, and then we're going to follow up on the bigger ones as we go. We've talked a lot about LinkedIn already. Um, you can go back and check in January. We did a show maybe early February just on LinkedIn. So we're going to go through all of them and then we'll come back as the show goes on and d- dive in, dive into some of these. So come back in just a few minutes. We're going to talk through the social media, the major social medias and why you might want to use them and what kinds of messages you might want to share. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What do business and sports have in common? Both are based on competition, and the goal of each is the same, to win. If you're in business, you need an edge over your competitors. You need to innovate and improve. You need to make adjustments to stay ahead of your competition. Tune in to The Business Locker Room with Kelly Riggs. Get the playbook and the coaching you need to improve your business performance. The Business Locker Room airs live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back this evening, and this is Marie Zimanoff, your host, and we are talking about social media and how it works into your job search or career advancement plan, right? How do you become visible as an expert? How do you get people to be contacting you about opportunities? Maybe even more importantly, if you're actively job searching or contracting, but also if you're looking to make a move up now or in the near future, Right, the best time to network, they say this, the best time to network is when you're not looking for a job. And the same is true about social media. We can use it when you're job seeking, and yes, let's do. And building a presence, building that, that expertise, that visibility as an expert is easier and maybe even more credible when you're doing it before you need it, right? When you're doing it because that's who you are, that's how you work. That's how you're getting your message out. And we've talked a little bit about some of the mistakes that people make and how we want to make sure we've got a brand that is not just professional but has some personal aspects to it that we're comfortable sharing so that we can build relationships. Right? We're talking about using social media to build relationships. Maybe at before we meet people in in person Maybe even after we meet people in person, how do we stay connected in front of them? All of those things that social media lets us do. So I want to talk briefly through some of the major social media and how you might use these and decide if they're a good fit for you. So the first one is LinkedIn. We've talked about LinkedIn before. As a professional, LinkedIn is a must. LinkedIn is the main place that recruiters go when they're looking. And so if you are looking to get contacted by a recruiter and you're not on LinkedIn, it's going to be challenging. This is also always changing, right? It's always changing. But right now, LinkedIn has the maybe biggest part of the market for job seekers, right? Vivica shared when she talked with us in early February that 89% of recruiters look on LinkedIn. 89%. So if you are not there, you're going to have a hard time getting found by a recruiter. And recruiters tend to use LinkedIn to do searches based on competitive companies and keywords. And so, again, it's that professional place if you're in especially a technology profession, but really any professional position in a larger, mid-sized to larger company, those recruiters are using LinkedIn first to find their candidates, to find a pool of candidates, maybe even before they look at their own pool, right? They collect resumes online, but they like to go to LinkedIn and see who they can find proactively. So LinkedIn, you got to be there. The message can be more professional. The message can also be a little bit more static, right? You don't have to make as many updates as you do with Twitter uh, or Facebook to be active on LinkedIn. You don't have to be 
as prolific with your posting. However, all of the things that you do post need to be focused in on the keywords that people will be looking for for you. So what, pe- what keywords will people be searching to find you? Now you may be saying, well, but I want to move somewhere. I want to do something different. Well, then what keywords will people be searching to find what you want to be? And how can you get those keywords in your profile on LinkedIn, in the work experience, in the professional experience, in the summary, in the education, in the interests? How can you get those keywords in there so that you can be found in those search terms? And if they're searching for competitive companies, how, how might you even get some of those words in there? How can you get the words in there that people are going to find you using? You have those in your profile. Again, a little bit more static. And then you can also use some of those words in your updates, and they increase your SEO, your search engine optimization on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is the place to be, really, if you're in a professional capacity and making sure that you've got the right keywords to get found. So it's a little less active than some of the others. And if you expect it to work for you, you'll still need to use it in some of the other ways we're going to talk about proactively. You just may not need to do as many updates to the content. So we'll come back to that. But LinkedIn, get there, use the keywords in your profiles, and, and be available to be found by recruiters as they're using it. Similarly, about.me, about.me gives you the opportunity to build almost a website for yourself. And of course, you can use a lot of other ways to do this, but about.me gives you the opportunity to build a website that's also cataloged in a database within the website, so you can get found a little bit easier. People can see you. People are going to start looking at your profile on about.me. And it can be similar content to what you've got on LinkedIn. Again, first person, branded, focused. We don't want to get too formal or, or boring, right? We need to have some interest of why people would want to connect with us. But thinking about that about.me as an opportunity to create almost a landing page for yourself for free. Now, if you want to create a personalized URL, about.me has that ability and opportunity for you to do that, I think at a fee. You can also create your own website using WordPress or Wix or Weebly, and some of those will give you the opportunity to blog. If blogging and getting creating content is what part of what you want to do for your brand, using some of those other sites may be important too. Maybe instead of about.me or in addition, where you're creating an opportunity for a landing page for yourself and you're giving, getting the opportunity to create some content. Now, I will say that it's challenging to get hiring managers or recruiters to link to some of these sites especially from LinkedIn. So you want to make sure on LinkedIn you've got all of the information they would need and and you can go back and listen to that session where we talked about all the different ways that you can do that. But don't think that if we build this website, 
with all this great information that people are going to click to it unless we give them a reason to do so, right? Unless we have a blog, we have something that's of value to them that draws them to the site. Applies for businesses just as it does for us as individuals. How are you going to get people there? Probably with content. And if you don't want to do content, then you may do a simpler About Me page where it's indexed, it's in that social space, but it provides some additional information from LinkedIn. So then we get to things like Facebook and Twitter. And Facebook and Twitter are a part of the job search today. Facebook is growing and growing in terms of the amount of users and in terms of the amount of hiring managers using Facebook to hire. So when you're looking at, you know, do I, does it matter if I'm on Facebook? You might just think about the types of employers that you're targeting. Are they business to consumer? Are they large businesses? right? Airlines, those types of businesses that have a large consumer base tend to have a a good Facebook presence and a lot of them have groups. So searching for groups on Facebook, communities, and finding out if the companies that you're looking for are using those. And you can do some of that without a profile before you decide if you want to launch into Facebook, but I will say that the data shows in 2012, 66% of recruiters, 66% of recruiters were using Facebook. Now, we don't know too much detail about how, but 66% of them using Facebook is pretty big. And so, we may think about, again, how much of a presence can we have there and still be comfortable? What can we do that's in line with our brand? And does it fit our skill set? Does it fit our market, right? And if you're already there, are you on brand? Maybe the first thing to check. Twitter is a little bit different. Twitter, I consider to be a platform for building yourself as an expert. It's used heavily by speakers, marketers, all of the people who want to build a following, right? If you want to build a following, then Twitter is for you. Now, you may say, I don't want to build a following. I just want to find a job. Well, Twitter may still be a good place. There are lots of things you can do on Twitter without a profile. There are some specific job search tools through Twitter And we're going to talk a lot more about that next week when Barbara comes on the show. But it's important to know that 54% of employers are using Twitter to recruit. So 54%, right? Probably more than you were thinking. And depending on the types of companies you're looking at, search them on Twitter, right? Without a profile, you can search them on Twitter, see if they're there, see if they have a presence. If they don't have a big presence there, if they aren't using Twitter, then it may not be as big of a deal for you to be on Twitter. But if your companies are on there, they're using it, they're active, then it, it may be a thing you need to do. And especially if you're applying for social media and or marketing or even sales jobs, Twitter may be a place that, that you need to go. So we'll talk more about that one next week. Pinterest is an inter- interesting one. Pinterest is interesting. And are you in a place where you need to be posting pictures, right? Does it make sense? Are you in fashion design? Are you in food? 
Are you in real estate? Whatever it might be, if it's visual, then Pinterest may be a good place for you to be. It's a little bit smaller, still growing. Gives you the opportunity to connect with people, and it's visual. So if your stuff is visual, you may want to be there instead of Twitter and thinking about what makes sense for you. Google Plus is a little bit of a challenge, and we'll talk more about Google Plus. We're going to bring somebody in to talk about Google Plus as well. Google Plus, one, it affects your search rating like none other, right? It's Google, and Google loves Google. So if you are not on Google Plus, and you're not sharing some kind of content on Google Plus, it's going to be harder for you to show up in search results on Google. So we're going to talk more about Google Plus. Google Plus is a place you want to share content, probably not as personal as Facebook or some of those things, maybe a little bit more like LinkedIn. But having the ability to share content on Google Plus is going to be important if you're wanting to show up in Google search results, right? Especially for some of the keywords and building that expertise. The last one is YouTube. And YouTube, as we know, is video. So does it make sense for you to create video? Are you creating a video resume? And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the coming weeks too. But YouTube is another place. It's connected to Google, right? YouTube and Google play very well together. So it does it make sense for you to be sharing video? If not, then maybe we're doing it via writing in some of the other context. All right, so we've gone through all of the major social media. And when we come back, we're going to talk about prioritizing, creating content, and sharing content in ways that help you. So come right back in just a few minutes and we'll talk about sorting all of this stuff out. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back, and we just finished going through some of the major social media, right? LinkedIn, About.me, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Facebook, and YouTube. So if you're starting to feel overwhelmed, take a deep breath and go back to the beginning. Right at the beginning, we talked about what fits in your plan. What companies are you targeting? What are your skill sets that you want to show? And then I can go through the media and determine which ones make sense based on those things, right? I can look at the, the different mediums and do research first. And that's going to be great because you're going to see all the different companies that are on there. You're going to see how it works to connect you to companies. And those, that research is really one of the best things about social media, right? Even as, as an onlooker on Twitter, you can see what companies are posting. You can see what companies are on there. How often are they posting? And that can help you, one, decide if you need to be on Twitter, but two, get a feel for that company culture and all of the pieces surrounding the company, maybe even some people that work there without having to interact with them or even build a profile. So doing the research first. On Facebook, you can type in people who work at HP in Fort Collins. That's I just did that search to see what would come up. And I can see all these people. It's actually kind of scary to me. But I can see all these people that are on Facebook who work at HP in Fort Collins. And of course, if you're going to join Facebook, you can set your security settings so people can only see certain information And you don't want to set them too stringent or you won't be able to be found by those recruiters. So there's that happy medium there. But do the research. See if there's a group, right? Does does HP have a group on Facebook that I can follow or join? Same thing with LinkedIn, looking at groups and people. So doing that research first can help me decide what mediums I want to be on and always overlaying that with what are my skill sets what, are, what, are, what am I trying to get across here? And then we want to start sharing some kind of content. And it doesn't have to be a lot, right? Short blogs if we're going to blog. Or maybe inspiring statements if we're on Twitter. Maybe some things that we're learning, right? Sharing what we're learning is always, is always good on Facebook, And then most importantly, sharing links to articles that might be helpful, sharing links to articles that are industry relevant, might add value to the people that we're sharing them with, and then mixing in some of that personal brand stuff, especially if we're on Facebook and even a little bit on Twitter. People want to connect with us. So again, I might be sharing articles about the NFL, the draft, what's coming up, because that's part of my brand that I'm comfortable sharing on LinkedIn as part of who I am and on Twitter and on Facebook. So thinking about what do I want to share from my own content and then how can I leverage content? How can I share articles 
and maybe how can I leverage things that are already coming into my inbox, right? Those wonderful newsletters that you get from wherever they might be, your industry, your vendors. How can you share some of their content that might help you look like the thought leader you want to be and also build relationship or rapport with those people for whom you are sharing their information? And then we're thinking about sharing content. We're thinking about leveraging content. And we also want to think about connecting with people, right? Social media can become a trap that gets us out of face-to-face networking. And we don't want to let that happen. We want to use social media as an extension of that of that network, right? Whether that's we build some relationships online and then we try to meet those people in person or do something to build that relationship a little bit more if it makes sense. And are we using social media to continue relationships with people that we are meeting in person? And finding the right place for social media in our job search plan, right? It's just one of the ways that we're building relationships It's just one of the ways that we're researching companies and connecting to people. And it's a very powerful tool if we use it as a tool. We don't want it to become a crutch that keeps us from connecting with people in person, building real relationships, and doing those other pieces of our job search that we know are important. So let's talk about a few of the ways you can use social media right now. So the first way is research, right? Research, research, research. What companies, what are the companies talking about? What's going on in the company? Who on the company is on the social media, right? Who on LinkedIn might you know? What are the company connections that you could find on LinkedIn? You find those by searching in the, in the general search and maybe looking at people and the company profile Who are the people there that you might know or be able to be introduced to? On Twitter, same thing. Doing the research. Who is there? What are they tweeting about? And then both of those research functions on any of the media, even Facebook, allow you to start seeing if they're posting jobs there too. right? And that's part of our job search plan. We want to make sure we don't miss jobs that are posted So when I'm picking my media, I'm also looking at, are there companies posting jobs here or tweeting about jobs, right? They're going to tweet a link to the job and thinking about how we can use those mediums to find posted positions that may not have the same competition because they're not being posted on the job boards. So the other ways that we can use social media right away are to see if there might be other ways we can connect with people in person. So our companies talking about where their where their folks are volunteering. Are they talking about what networking events they're going to? Are they talking about anything that will let me find them in person? Right? And how can I build a relationship online so then when I meet them in person it's maybe not quite so awkward, right? I'm doing some of these things to build a relationship and then meeting them in person because I've done the research and know what types of groups they're they're going to and I want to join those groups too becomes a natural progression of the online networking. So you're doing your research, you're connecting with people 
And then you're using the opportunity to hopefully connect with those people in person as well as in cyberspace, right? And if we have some of these networks forming and we have lots of time to do this, it's great, right? I can wait a year to meet you at a conference when we've started connecting on LinkedIn or Twitter. And so as you're thinking about social media, it has a place in your plan. We don't want to let it take over the plan. It's a piece of your plan. And it's about consistency and relationships, just like any other networking. So as you start to build in your job search plan or your career advancement plan, it may be 15 minutes a day on social media. And maybe one day you're doing LinkedIn, one day you're doing Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is that fits within your plan so that you're building in that consistency. And you're sharing your branded message through leveraging content and through sharing your own content, right? What are you going to share with people that adds value? And that's the Get Career Smart tip for today, is that social media, just like any other networking, is all about adding value. And so if you've been following along at GetCareerSmart.com, posting the show descriptions, posting the, the Get Career Smart tips afterwards, and to think about today, how can I add value on social media and in my face-to-face networking, and how is social media going to help me add value to my connections to move my search forward? So you can always find me at GetCareerSmart.com or Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. Happy to help you move forward with your job search. And make sure you tune in next week. We're going to talk about Twitter and how you can use Twitter for your job search. So we look forward to having you back here next week on The Career Confidant and hope that you're checking out GetCareerSmart.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then. 